Gordon here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. The Santa Fe District Attorney issued a statement today announcing the charges against Baldwin and a weapons specialist who will both be charged with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of a cinematographer on that set of the movie Rust. And here to chat with us about is, is Rob Crane, legal expert. Rob, welcome to KFGO Radio. Thank you, Amy. Good to be here. Okay, so we're already getting text messages in here at our KFGO studio about people very surprised that Alec Baldwin has been charged. Are you surprised? I'm a little surprised. Um, we did a number of uh, interviews just after this happened, and you know, my, my initial thoughts were that the first director would likely um, be the person targeted, and, and he was, and he has already pled guilty to a misdemeanor. Um, and I didn't expect, based on what we knew at the time, that Alec Baldwin would be charged. The question about the armorer, uh, a lady named Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, I thought that was a little more up in the air. So I'm a little surprised he was charged, but understanding what I'm reading and seeing now, I'm kind of getting a vibe for what the New Mexico District Attorney is trying to do. And what is that? What is he trying to do? Um, well, it looks like she, she's trying to, or, or he, Mark uh, Karnak Altwiz, um, Carmack Altwiz, I apologize if I've got the pronunciation wrong, but just looking here and knowing also that, that David Halls, that first director, was able to plead to a misdemeanor charge and then get six months probation and a suspended sentence. And based on the language of the district attorney coming out, um, and the DA is saying, look, nobody's above the law here. And basic safety was not followed. And they're really pointing to the fact that Mr. Baldwin did not check the gun before utilizing the gun. Um, and it looks like what they're trying to do is send a message of basic gun safety and that it must be followed. And it doesn't matter if you're an A-list actor. Um, they've said multiple times here that nobody is above the law and that we're going to file these charges um, and we're going to you know, make an example that you've got to have basic safety before pulling a trigger on a set. There's no way this actually goes to court, is there? I mean, is this in hopes that they're going to do like the director and sort of take a plea deal? You know, that's all going to depend on the defendants um, based on what I'm seeing here. If they've already pled to a misdemeanor charge with the, the first director, and that charge was negligent use of a deadly weapon, my guess is that same kind of charge will be on the table for both Mr. Baldwin and Ms. Gutierrez-Reed. And it'll be up to them as to whether or not they're willing to accept that kind of a deal or not, or whether they want to go try it and try to get a not guilty. So it's going to land with them on their decisions based on what I'm reading between the lines here and whether or not it ever goes to trial. Rob, is there a precedent that's already been set for something like this, or are we setting it with this potential uh, verdict? You know, um, in my research just after this happened, there was precedent set on in a previous movie, um, movie set where somebody was charged in a very similar incident, and I've forgotten all the details of it. But as far as taking this beyond just the first director, and that first director is the one who handed Mr. Baldwin the gun when it was loaded, um, as well as not having some discipline on the set as to the live and dummy rounds. Uh, this, this is a precedent-setting set of circumstances to have three people charged. 
um, and have the lead actor here charged. So yes, to an extent, we do have precedent, but yes, this is also kind of new territory as well. And, and look, I mean, I, I was hunting this weekend, first time I ever took my 10-year-old out, you know, and he wasn't really hunting. He was there observing gun safety and so forth and teaching him the basics of gun safety. They were not following basic gun safety. Mm-hmm. And the charge that was filed here or the charges that are being announced here are ones that are really based on a kind of a negligence standard that they didn't exercise due caution or circumspection. This is not intentional charge. They didn't, they recognize that Mr. Baldwin didn't intend to do harm, but it's a basis of negligence and just beyond negligence of look, you've got to have basic safety and you did not follow that. You know, I have to imagine that there, you know, the Santa Fe district attorney is, is probably working without watching all the interviews and everything else that Alec Baldwin was doing. But do you guys remember that interview that he did after this happened where he went on and said something about, I would never point a gun at someone and pull the trigger. It's like, what are you doing? You did though. And it's pretty widely known at this point. You're not doing any favors for yourself. I mean, do you think that had something to do with it? Probably not, I guess, but oh, it was such a PR mishap. You know, that's, I was a little surprised when I heard that. And the FBI took this gun and ran it through tests. Um, and their response and summation was that the gun, when tested, operated properly. Um, and they didn't go on to make any, you know, conclusory statements um, completely contradicting Mr. Baldwin. Um, but certainly that was a, you know, eyebrow-raising um, statement and, you know, to your point, and one, you know, better suited for others in the PR world, uh, was surprising to me as a lay person. But, but, you know, this was such a high profile deal. And, and, you know, him talking vehemently about it um, and getting into the issues of what he you know, did do, didn't do, and defending himself, there was a lot of response to that statement that you raised by other uh, people on the set saying he is deflecting blame here. Yeah. And having a back and forth with your own people on the set is was part of the analysis. Well, that was something that didn't bode well. And the other thing the district attorney did say was that he's the actor and producer. And they made a point of that, that this wasn't just him as an actor. He was producing this movie as well, a co-producer. And he had those production Um, responsibility is safety as well. So that did play a role of him having multiple hats on this set. Sure. You know, and, and now we'll see what happens. Like you said, it'll be up to them, but it does sound like it. I mean, if I was Alec Baldwin, I wouldn't want this to go to court. I wouldn't want, you know, uh, that's going to be ugly. There's no, how do you even get a fair trial for a guy like that? You know, we're getting into, I, I deal with catastrophic cases all the time, primarily um, exclusively on the civil side of wrongful death cases. And I was having this conversation yesterday with a person who accidentally on a boat hurt a young girl. And as I was trying to highlight to this person, it's not the first mistake. We all make mistakes in life. This one is tragic consequence. The character of a person is what we do after a mistake is made. What do we do after we make a mistake? And do we accept the responsibility? Do we do our best to, to make amends with those that we have done wrong? And how do we take steps to make sure this doesn't happen again? And whether it's Mr. Baldwin or anybody else in a circumstance like this, that's what truly everyone needs to be looking in the mirror. What do we do after something like this happens? 
that is of high character so that we're honoring those who have been harmed or in this case killed and making sure that we've made things better going forward in the future. And for any defendant in this kind of a case, that's what I would advise that they focus on is what is a high character response? What is my responsibility as a, as a human um, working, walking this planet where I'm going to make mistakes, I've made mistakes, you know, acknowledge them, own up to them and do your best to make uh, the best steps going forward. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Rob Crane, legal expert. He's a nationally renowned personal injury attorney and has been included in lists such as U.S. News's best lawyers in America. We appreciate your time and your take on this case. Thanks so much for being with us. Anytime. This is It Takes Two. Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon here until 2 o'clock on KFGO.